What's up, guys? Welcome to another installment of the Motocross Action Podcast. This interview with my good friend Shane McArath is a fun one. Catching up with him after the first two rounds of Supercross, Shane has had some great starts and not as great of finishes compared to how good his starts have been, but he's not sweating it, and uh, he's, he's been learning, growing through the experience of moving to the 450 class. He missed all of 2021, except for two races. He got two rounds while riding for the Moto Concepts team. The rest of the time, he was injured, spent a lot of time off the motorcycle. Now, with the Rocky Mountain KTM team, Shane is healthy. He's raced the first two rounds, and he's doing well, in my opinion. So awesome to catch up with my good friend Shane. Listen to our interview right here. Dude, all right. First off, as your friend, man, good job, dude. Like, it's been awesome seeing the number 12 up front. And uh, heat race from Anaheim 1, I was there to watch that one in person, right up front, right away. Uh, main event up front. And then Oakland, same thing, man, running up front. So, like, first off, dude, it's and it's kind of your r- rookie year now because you had really two races last year and uh and such a struggle with with injuries and stuff like that so first thoughts man like what's it like two rounds in running up front and and doing what you're doing uh yeah first off thank you it's uh we got the starts dialed we've uh we have jamie um from twisted development doing our engines and and tuning our engines and um yeah i mean we're I i feel like we're pretty dialed engine wise and it took us a while. We had, we had to back the power off a little bit just cause it was, uh, it, it, he built it fast. So I'm like, dude, I, I, w- I want it rideable. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's been really good. Um, starts have been good. I know, I know I'm a good starter. I know that, um, I am lacking some experience. And like you said, this is technically my rookie year. So I came into a one healthy and that was my main goal. And I was excited to be there. It took me, took me about half the day to actually focus on the race because I'm like, I don't know what to do here. So it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, I'm healthy and I've been getting good starts and that's gonna, that's gonna really just help me, help me to gain that experience. I mean, dude, I'm telling you, I, I, not that I thought it was going to be easy, but I, I've not been ready for the first couple laps, the first like six laps in the races, it's like nothing I've ever experienced before. So, um, there's definitely a lot going on out there and it's, it's taken some time and I'm, I'm kind of okay with it, but it's, uh, it's nice to see we're making progress. I'm learning and continuing to learn the 450. It's, it's quite a bit different than the 250. And I really, I didn't expect it to, not go as easy as it has so or i i expected it to go easier than it has and it it's it's a big change that that's cool that's cool so uh i mean you missed a lot of last year and so you're missing some race race time behind the gate and battling with guys side by side but what is that one thing that's different i mean that you're noticing 250 to 450 class dude it it just the the depth of the field i mean i i've i've raced most of the guys before um a lot of the guys in the 250 class some of them um my rookie year was their last year in the 250 class and some of them i actually didn't get to race so it's like their their experience and their racecraft the the crazy thing is like 
it's it sounds weird, but it's not all about speed. Like in the beginning, it's like you you have to be so smart. You can it's like playing chess, and I'm I've never really played chess, so it's a uh, that's what is hard is everybody is different in that class, but everybody has their own racecraft, has their own uh, choices that they make out there, and it the choices in the 450 class don't seem to be the same choices that were in the 250 class. So that's where I'm like, okay, how do, how do I race in front of and behind me at the same time? Because it, it's like there, there is literally no break. Like I, I get held up in a corner when somebody runs me high and I lose just enough time for somebody else to be right on me. And I'm like, dude, I, I don't know whether to, to guard the inside in the next corner it there's there's a lot going on and it's uh i'm i'm trying to to learn and handle it the best i can in the moment but it's like what do i do this is this is my first time doing this totally so yeah totally totally so what what uh what's different about it is it that they're maybe because they have a 450 they can dive it in like throw it in quicker and you can't hear them coming as quickly because they're they have more power to just throw it in there in, in a corner or uh or like I, I don't know what what difference is it because the 250 guys are aggressive the 250 guys are are you know intense too but what what's what's the difference like well what what do you feel that that's different honestly it's it's a, almost kind of the saying like give them an inch and they they take a mile it like if if there's a sliver of an opportunity for anybody out there they're on that opportunity. And it's like, it almost doesn't matter if it screws up the whole next rhythm. If there's an opportunity for somebody to pass me, it seems like they take it with no regard of the next section or what that's going to entail. And so that's where I'm like, coming from the two fifties, it's like you, at times you're worried about doing the rhythms. Whereas like in the four fifty class, it's, it's almost like, so, in, in my head, like just after the last two races, it's like there's zero care about what the next section is. Yeah. If somebody's just going to come in and, and shut the whole rhythm down just to get by you. And that's where I'm like, it, it almost doesn't really make sense. Cause I'm like, dude, I'm trying to race, but it's almost like a, like just a, a cat and mouse game, especially early on when everybody's together. And that's, yeah, it, it's a lot to learn and to try to figure out. And it's some people are just, yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm not really sure what's going on the first couple laps because there's, it's just chaos, honestly. That's funny. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, it definitely looks like chaos just watching in person, watching on TV. It looks, it looks brutal, but, uh, yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's the 450 power that you can seat balance and get on the gas. You don't have to worry about carrying so much momentum to the corners. Maybe that maybe that could be one thing too. You know? Yeah, and I mean it's that's the thing is like on the 450 power wise is it, it's super easy to ride like normal. It's like dude, there's it takes zero effort to do any of the jumps, do any of the rhythms that's where it's, it's hard because you you're trying to be intense about it. 
but then it's like you're going far, you're you're over jumping stuff and your timing is all off. And so then it's like, okay, getting used to being that aggressive. And now you're you're racing guys trying to manage the bike, trying to make sure your timing's on. And I mean, that's like last weekend in Anaheim, I, I boosted that quad before the finish, and I don't know why. I just I felt like I hit it the same that time as I did the laps before and the laps after. And I just went long and that it's with the 450. I haven't quite figured it out. Well, it, it catches me off guard because I don't feel like I'm going long until you start coming down and you're like, Oh no, I'm a little long. And so you really don't have time to set up for it either. Yeah. And that's where it's like, I, I didn't feel like I was going long until I was coming down. I'm like, I'm pretty long. So it, yeah, <laughs> I, I learned a lot in the off season, but now racing the last two weekends, it's like, I just, just keep throwing it at me. Like I'm just, I'm just trying to soak it all up. That's cool. That's cool. Well, dude, I'm proud of you, man. Like you're learning, but you're learning in front of the pack, you know, getting whole shots, getting the starts and, you know, learning from the best guys rather than, dealing with the chaos in the middle of the pack and at the end of the pack. So like, that's, that's pretty cool. But can you just explain, cause we see 250 guys get a faster lap time in qualifying pretty often than the 450 guys. And like the top 250 guy, you know, will be close to the top 450 guy sometimes. Uh, can you just talk a little bit about like the difference between riding a 250 fast on a supercross track to riding a 450 fast on a supercross track? Cause it's easy to hit the jumps on a 450 but then it's hard to carry that same intensity like you were saying, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I've always kind of wondered why it was like that. And there's been times where I've qualified faster than the 450s. Mm-hmm. And now being out there on the 450, it's, it's honestly, a, it's a track thing because they're like being in the 450 class, there, there's no time we go out on the track where the track is like in decent shape. It's like, we're, we're always at the tail end. And this weekend, so at, at Anaheim, I was in the first heat race and this weekend I was in the second heat race. And even the difference between those two is like a big deal. Whereas like when you're the first, first qualifier of the 250 class, dude, you can go wherever you want. Like the track is so much fun because it's like, that's that's the ideal supercross track is very first heat race and now it's like there's no part throughout the day where i go out on the track and i'm like it the learning the track is easy because you have all these rhythms to learn with all these ruts that are a little bit different and so it's a, it's a whole nother step of change that i've really never encountered before and so that's, I would say that's probably the biggest thing that I personally just never really thought about because I've never had to deal with it. Yeah. But the, the track condition in the 450 is, is not really like anything I've ever seen. Honestly, this weekend in Oakland, probably the, the best track we had was for the main event because it got some touch-ups before, um, like in between the 250 and 450 main. Um, but that was just a few sections. So it's, uh, 
the the track is probably the biggest factor in that and as well as like some of the corners like on a 250 you can you can be aggressive just about everywhere on the track mm -hmm. and with the 450 you so a lot of times we're stuck between first and second gear and like second gear is almost too much in the corners but first if if it's a big jump out of the corner you've kind of got to time it right so that's where um i really noticed it this weekend uh watching like christian in the 250 class is like he he rides all the high lines in the burns and carries so much momentum but like when the 450s are out there those lines are not really doable um because they they've been hit a lot and not like not taking anything away from that it's just we're our the lines are different when we get there and so that's uh that's probably the biggest thing is like i've never really been a cut down guy but now i'm like i see why everybody cuts down because all the other lines are so deep totally totally and that's honestly the cut down thing is a topic that you know everybody talks about cooper webb and how he cuts down at the bottom of the berm and how it looks slow and this and that, but then he's able to win races. Uh, you know, is that, is that weird to learn? And, and like, you know, what, what is it like trying to take a 450 with, you know, all that horsepower you have and, and turn it down at the bottom of a berm and, and hit a rhythm section like that? Like what, what's the challenge of it? Um, I guess for, for the fans that ride, but don't ride supercross. And don't understand you know how tight the berms are how tight how close the rhythm section is to that first turn like like what what's how is cooper able to do that and nobody else really able to you know copy him exactly or maybe master it like he has like what's what's the difference there what's what's the challenge about it um i well i think there's a couple things uh one is i mean for me it's it's not something we ever really practice i mean as as racers we practice momentum and speed and going up the berm and stopping and cutting down that's just not a that's not a category to work on when you're working on momentum and speed and so it's it's honestly more of a race scenario situation and so that that's kind of another new thing was like i mean doing this is not slow but then when i'm out there and i'm kind of pacing myself with the other guys i'm doing similar lap times at times mm -hmm. taking these lines where i'm almost stopping in the corner just to like hit some of the hit a clean face or something so it's a little bit deceiving because when we get to the main event and even forrest butler uh my team team manager this weekend he was like dude what whatever you do like separate the main event tonight. The first 10 minutes, the track's going to be one way. The next 10 minutes is going to be a completely different race. So just keep that in mind, like while you're out there. And that's exactly what it was like. Um, but also like passing and stuff, that's where it's, I haven't quite figured it out yet either is kind of going back to every time we're on the track, the track is, kind of beat up a little bit. And so when we're racing, especially in the beginning, 
you're kind of stuck between squaring up and maybe running into somebody or like having to pick between those pretty jacked up lines. Mm. So that's, that's where there's another big choice to make. And it's honestly a, a case by case decision because I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how not to get past right now and how to like stay up there. And so it's a, uh, yeah, I'm, I'll, uh, I'll have more on that later, but <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, there, there's definitely a lot that goes into it. And, and the cut down stuff is, is race race scenario. I mean, it, it happens when the track just breaks down so much and you're like, dude, I, I can't make this jump unless I cut down. And that's kind of where it starts. That's cool. That's cool. Super cool. Um, all right. And then, uh, talk a little bit about, uh, just not racing for a full year and kind of, if you want share where your mindset was at and, and just like the challenge of not being able to race. And then, and then also now that you are racing, like, how's your back doing? Because, uh, because the injuries compile and, and we know that the injuries can sometimes hinder guys into the next season. So like how, how, how was the mindset and, and how's the body doing? Um, my body is actually doing really well. Um, that's, that's what was kind of good. I got a full off season in like making it to a one healthy and ready to race was goal number one. And I got sick right after Christmas. So I really didn't get to ride much after Christmas until a one. So I was a little bit physically, I was fine. Mentally, I was having a hard time with not really getting much riding time, but also with like, dude, I haven't raced in almost a year. And like, I'm, I'm at a one, I made it to a one, but it was just like, dude, I'm, I, I understand that I'm, I'm lacking experience and I'm okay with that. And it, it, it was more so being okay with it. And that was kind of going back to my starts is like, I just, I had to tell myself like, dude, I, I, I have a lot of learning to do. And in order to learn, I have to give myself a shot to learn. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, I don't care what happens after the start, but I'm, I'm, making sure I do a good start to put myself in a position to, to try. And that's, that's been my number one goal is I've been, we've been trying to still figure out the bike and get the bike good now at the races compared to the the test track and still learning the 450. Um, but my starts, I mean, my starts have been pretty consistent all off season and we're, we're continuing to learn with the bike, but the starts is like, I know I can get a good start and I'm just like, don't be afraid to get a good start. And so that's really kind of what I've, what I've went back to just because I, there's a a lot that I am lacking and a lot that I'm working on and I'm trying to each, each race, give myself the opportunity to take in more, take in more, take in more. And that's for me, that's, that's a win in itself. I mean, a one mentally, I was not there the first half of the day. I'm just like, dude, I I'm, I'm here. I don't know what else to do. And so I I made it through that race and it was right after the the main, it was like, that's done with had a good start, did all right for a couple laps, but it was like, 
we got work to do. Let's do it. Like I'm ready to work. And this weekend was a, a good step, but again, it's like right up to the race. You know what? A lot, a lot of positives. Let's get back to work. Like, let's go. I'm, I'm ready to continue making progress. So that's uh that's currently where we're at. And it's, it's a process and I'm, I'm excited because like, especially after a one, which is the, the first round, but normally like, well, I guess in years past for the 250 class, my mindset has been have to start the first round good because you only have five or six races and then a break and eight or nine races total. Mm-hmm. But it was like after leaving a one, it was like, I've got 16 rounds left and I'm ready. And so that's where it was exciting and encouraging because it's like, dude, this is still technically my rookie year. And I, I have, I have high expectations of myself, but I also have some very attainable goals that we're going to keep working towards. And that's, that's really all I'm, all I'm looking to do. Super cool. Super cool. All right. Well, finishing up, uh, last two things to, and then we'll finish up here is one is the team. Are they supportive of this mindset of like, Hey, let's just get in here and learn. And are they like, you know, putting any extra pressure on you or, or what, how is that going? And then the second part of the question is, uh, you're back in Florida now. So are you going to go back and forth to Florida for all of these West coast races, or are you going to stay out here at all? Um, yeah. So the team, uh, with Joey and Max are my teammates. Joey is, I would say has quite a bit more experience than me, um, in the 450 class. And he's, he's been good, um, just to kind of learn a little bit from, um, Max, I would say we're, we're kind of on the same level experience wise, um, just in the 450 class. Um, but the team, I mean, Forrest told me this weekend after the race, he's like, dude, you just, you need to believe in yourself that you're one of those guys because you are like, you don't start up there consistently and not be one of those guys. Mm-hmm. And so that's like Forrest, he, he tells me, he's told me a few times, like, dude, you're not here for for nothing. Like, I mean, you're on this team because I, I've seen what you can do. I believe in you. I want you on this team. And that's that's why you're here. It's not like, oh, you're you're okay at this, you're okay at that. It's like, dude, I I know you and I know your potential and I I want to help you with that. And so the team between Forrest and Seth Rarick, who's our trainer. Um, Dylan, who is kind of like our, our team manager. Um, I mean, they're all like that. They're all workhorses. It's like, dude, whatever, whatever we got to do to figure stuff out, we'll do it. And so it's been really encouraging because I, I, like I said, I have high expectations for myself. Um, but I have a lot of steps that I have to hit because I've missed out on so much. And it's easy for me to, to have a really good week of training and then think everything's going to come together. And like, just with where I'm at right now, that's, that's not really uh, ideal or realistic. So I'm they're They're kind of keeping me in check a little bit with, all right, like I, I, I got to kind of trust this process in a sense, which is a term that I've always kind of been like, yeah, trust the process, like whatever. I mean, I, I know what the process is, but this time I've, I've literally like, I, I've had to kind of trust the team and like, 
the decisions that they that they're making they're like dude i know it doesn't quite make sense now but that like just trust us and i'm like all right like and it's it's been proven and so i'm like dude i got i just so that that's a one whole learning thing for me also um but uh yeah so the team is is going really well and we're we're working together as a team and that's that's what i really like about it and as far as uh i am i am in florida right now uh i am going to be flying back and forth um mainly because we we just got all our race bikes and everything done before a one so um for us to get another bike and set up and everything ready to to stay in california it was that was kind of the least of our worries. So um, right now we're just, we're going back and forth. Uh, we're, we're sacrificing a little bit of travel for uh, what, what the, the other side of the fence might look like. And um, I mean, right now it's, it's fine. It's, I mean, we're doing, we're doing good with what we have. And um, yeah, it just, we, we weren't really in a position to have everything dialed in, ready to go. And so, this is, this is kind of where we, where we decided to go. So yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. And the teams, well, the team is based here now. So, I mean, everybody on the team lives here. So it's, uh, yeah, we, I would be the only one staying in California and I would take my mechanic with me, but we, it would, it would just be a lot of work. So, yeah. Super cool. Super cool. Yep. All right. Well, thank you, bro. All right. I, uh, I feel like I keep talking for hours, but I, I, uh, appreciate your time and, and excited. I'll be there, uh, Friday for press day and I'll be there at the race. Are you going to do press or you just be there for Saturday? I'm not sure. I haven't heard. Nice. Yeah. Cool. I don't have a flight yet. I need, I need to get on that. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Sick, man. Well, sounds good. Well, looking forward to seeing you this weekend. Super proud of you. And, uh, it's been really fun watching the number 12 up there. So I've, I'm stoked for you. Thanks, JMO. Thanks for the opportunity.